The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, it's Michael Fabiano now with Sports Illustrated, and I'm here to help you through this wild fantasy football season. To win in fantasy, you need player rankings you can trust, and ours have received the Top 5 Accuracy Award over the last three seasons. Sign up for the all-new SI Fantasy Plus at si.com slash fantasy. We even have tools that sync with your leagues and experts who are standing by answering your questions in our premium chat. Sign up for SI Fantasy Plus at si.com slash fantasy and win your leagues in 2020. That's si.com slash fantasy. Today's podcast is brought to you by Blue Canary. The bird has landed on beautiful Bainbridge Island, conveniently located at 499 Madison Avenue. ASE Master Technician Clint Ramsey brings over 15 years of experience, award-winning diagnostic skill, and a desire to reinvent the automotive repair experience. Schedule an appointment online at bluecanary.biz or call them today at 206 206- Four five one four two two zero. I'm Maria Metzler, the Executive Director of Helpline House. The global pandemic has affected us all differently. If you or your neighbors need food assistance, mental health counseling, rental assistance, or parks and rec vouchers, please reach out. Helpline House can help in many ways. Find us on the web at helplinehouse.org. It's what we do. Neighbor helping neighbor. I got something for your mind, body, and soul. I got something for your mind, body, and soul. Here's your host with the most, Tiny Tim. This is a message from the CDC. Travel increases your chance of getting and spreading COVID-19. Take steps to protect yourself and others. Wear a mask that completely covers your nose and mouth. Masks are required on planes, buses, trains, and other forms of public transportation traveling into, within, or outside of the U.S. and in U.S. transportation hubs such as airports and stations. Stay at least six feet away from others. Wash your hands often and watch for symptoms of COVID-19. Visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19 travel to learn more. What brought me out today? (laughs) You brought me out today. (laughs) That's what's cool is everybody has a sense of idealism and and priorities and and thought process. And you come together on this very highly... um, Charged issue, and plus a highly trafficked uh, corner where many protests go on here on Bainbridge Island, where 
and I'm not saying it's a protest, it's a statement, it's whatever you want it to be. This highly visible area, so this is what's brought me out, is to hear what you have to say and what your beliefs are and what you're doing here. Um, can I get your name real quick? Uh, Kenna Emerson. Hi, I'm Tim. Nice to make your acquaintance. Nice to meet you. Um, what's your sign say, first off? My what? Sign. What's your sign oh, I thought say? you meant like, like, like Capricorn or Leo or something. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, it's, it's not the state fair. <laughs> my sign says, imagine a vaccine so safe, you have to be threatened to take it. For a disease so deadly, you have to be tested to know if you have it. What does that mean to you? So I guess, you know, I'm, I'm a science junkie. That was my major. I um, have been involved in alternative health most of my life. Um, I've never been on medications. I've only had a polio vaccine. I haven't been to a doctor. I mean, I, I, I just go to naturopaths or people that I trust for my health issues. And so I've always been really alert. And I always watch the industry, the pharmaceutical industry, you know, trot out these uh, notions that pharmaceuticals are going to save people and are going to save people's health. So I think what I've noticed with this pandemic is that from the very beginning of it, it was noticed that people with comorbidities were the ones who were uh, getting the most sick and dying the most. Most suspect, um, yeah. Yeah, and... People, you know, we have an enormous obesity pandemic in the United States. We have a cancer pandemic. We've had for 50 years, you know, incredible amounts of money going to cancer treatments. The cancer rates have, you know, just only skyrocketed in, the, in that period of time. And many other diseases have only skyrocketed. So, you know, for me, I've been watching it my whole life, so I understand that. But I think the average person who hasn't maybe had that interest has been um, kind of hoodwinked into thinking that pharmaceutical pharmaceuticals can save them. So I'm all, I've got a lot of doctor friends. I've got a lot of naturopath friends. And the kind of training that they get, I know many doctors who went through the medical uh, protocols, me medical school, and later in life came to see that those treatments weren't helping their patients. Um, I know a number of people who had bizarre illnesses that their doctors couldn't help them with, and they had to go out on their own and find ways and eventually came to be able to heal themselves. Some of those people actually became doctors. So I think... So would you say you're more like preventive health maintenance? Well, like I'm, I'm, join I'm, a gym, eat right, all that you good know, stuff? I feel like, um, you know, we have a food industry that's controlled by wealthy um, industrial interests. We have an industrial food industry. And they are driven by profits, not by what's best for people. Mm -hmm. um, science has, has borne out that pharmaceuticals, the kind of food that you find in grocery stores, you know, those are the kind of things that we have been led to believe are food and are okay. And they're all processed. And they're all processed and they're all full of things that are uh, have dire effects on the health. Mm -hmm. And people eat this stuff their whole lives and they don't know why they're sick and they just assume their doctors say oh here's what you can take for this and whatever so so my whole point is with this covid thing is this is just uh you know uh you know american healthcare 2.0 just a continuation of all that's come before so from the very beginning you know i watched the data <clears throat> many people around the world many you know doctors were out of work 
um, university professors, they all began doing heavy, heavy research. They all began, you know, doing all this Twitter stuff, podcasts, YouTubes. And the consensus became that the COVID virus had been hyped by the American media because after Trump, when the media made more money than they'd ever made before, they had to have some way to keep the money flowing in. And if you keep, you've got to keep an enemy, you've got to keep some kind of a fear going on for people so that they'll keep tuning in. Do you believe America sells fear? Oh, America sells fear, but America also sells terror. I know that's a terrible thing to say. I don't like saying it about my own country, but American terrorism around the world, you know, we are led to believe that the bugaboo and the the evil, you know, thing that's harming us is outside of our country. But really, you know, when you have global corporate interests that are, uh, that have no, they, they, they can override the sovereignty of any nation and that's going on all around the world, you can kind of see the immense power they have. You know, the media is owned by, I think, like six six corporate entities, the entire media. Yeah, it's very limited and monopolized. Yeah, that's why po- podcasts are important, to get podcasts points of views. amazing. So I do love podcasts. You know, I love Lex Friedman. I love Joe Rogan. I, I love, uh, you know, I love a lot of podcasts. And they, and they you know, I love, you know, even Valuetainment, you know, Patrick Bet David, you know, he's interviewed all the greats in this virus, Judy Mikovits, um, Robert Kennedy Jr. Um, he's just had, I mean, all of them have had amazing uh, scientists and researchers from all over the world on their podcasts. And, and none of those people are in concurrence with what people are seeing on CNN. So I'm always telling people, just unplug your cable. You know, if you... Yeah, if you um, if you're watching that stuff and you're believing it, and you have nothing to bounce it off of, you have no one to give you anything else. If that's your only source of information, I can understand. I don't vilify any of these people for not knowing um, what's happening to them. So my belief is that um, no vaccination can 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 protect or save somebody's health. Now, even the polio vaccine. I mean, Yeah, let's get into the... You took the polio vaccination. So are you anti-vax or... No, no, no. I'm not anti-vax. No, no, no. I feel like people should take whatever medication resonates with them because, after all, there's such a thing called the placebo effect. I I really feel like people would do really well to read the books of Joe Dispenza, Dr. Joe Dispenza. Um, He wrote a book called The Placebo Effect. I mean, there's all these... There's so much going on on the front lines of medicine with energy medicine and radical healing and it's just not you know going the drug route of artificial chemicals for my health has never been a direction i've taken i don't know a lot of people who that's their direction so i know that's a huge threat to people who know no better and i don't vilify them for that they just have their interests are putting their attention wherever they're putting them and i've always been uh you know i i got a nursing i went to ut nursing school um, I've always had a great interest in medicine, and I am sad to say, I always joke about it and say, you know, it's really tragic when someone like me knows more about virology and immunology than, you know, even Dr. Fauci. I mean, Dr. Fauci probably knows a lot about what he's doing, and he's being disingenuous. But for me to know more than in those topics than most people's, most average people's doctors, that's a tragic thing for me to have to admit. But people I know that go to doctors and talk about these issues with them, 
they know nothing about immunology and virology. If you know anything about virology, you know that viruses flare up, last six or eight weeks, they go away, and if you if you do mass vaccination, you're pushing variants. It's what's happened with antibiotic resistance. It's happened with um, so many things in this country that are now, like cancer therapies, you know, all these things, you're pushing disease. And I think, my, my feeling is the pharmaceutical companies, I think they might, I think they know this, but it's a huge money. I mean, it is like... You it think they so think they're behind this a bit and driving it? Of course. They're definitely no, behind funny. it, and they're definitely driving it. Now, I'm not saying that every single person in that field is aware of it, because I do, I do, I do know that medical education, all these decades leading up to now, has limited what doctors actually know about the health of the human body. You know, the body is all connected. Every system is connected to every other system. You know, you can't just treat one little symptom and expect it to um, not have repercussions elsewhere in the body with it if you're using these chemicals. So a lot of people that are on pharmaceuticals, they're, they get sicker over time. And the, the, the vaccination program, there's a lot of amazing information about the vaccination program. I mean, studies have shown that unvaccinated groups of children um, have almost, you know, have very few doctor visits. Do you think that... Not using sanitizer and vaccinations and stuff like that strengthens the the human's immune system, and that's why they're stronger. Well, let me let me say let me say this. I I I had a friend whose child um, got liver damage. He went to the doctor. He got sick. His liver was damaged, and he was a freak for hand sanitizer. He was a young child, and he was maybe eight or nine years old, and he had been using a lot of hand sanitizers. Hand sa- anything you put on your skin, you might as well spoon it into your mouth. Your skin is like a giant mouth. It goes right into your system. So I've even read articles during this past year that, ha- that telling people, please restrict your hand sanitizers and consider what you're putting in your body. This is in mainstream media. Use soap. Use just freaking soap. You know, I feel like we have created so much fear. I feel sorry for people that are afraid, and I've just never been a fearful type. So I have zero fear for this. I had the virus. I'm, I'm a person who had the virus. Um, it did not, um, it didn't knock, I mean, it didn't knock me out. I was, I was exhausted. I was short of breath. It would never, I mean, I knew people who had the symptoms I had. I, I lied, you know, laid around the couch for a week and was back up. But I know people who had the symptoms I had. They went to the hospital, they got put on ventilators, and they died. I knew, I started seeing articles. Ventilators are horrible. Ventilators are bad. And I started seeing them in, the, in March of 2020. Doctors started peering all over YouTube saying, damn, what's going on in my hospital? You know, people are getting put on ventilators and they're, family members are begging them because they have to leave. They can't go in with them. They're saying, whatever happens, don't let them put you on a ventilator because it was already known then that people were dying. So now there have been thousands of unnecessary deaths that that could have been avoided. Then you've got the whole thing about safe treatments that are already existing, safe used worldwide. Do you know that in Africa, where malaria has been an issue for a long time and people just walk around in their pocket, you know, carrying ivermectin and hydrochloroquine in their pockets. You, you should see the maps showing the incidence of the virus in places like Africa and Asia. The incidence is very, very low. And they're not, they're not doing all this nonsense that we're doing with, you know, kids not going, masking, social distancing. They're not doing that. So, you know, that's the thing. Have you seen any international news this year? 
No. Where has the international news gone? I, I know where to get international news, and I, every week I check what's going on all around the world. And if people here at this intersection could see what's going, <coughs> what's going on around the world, they'd be shocked because they would begin to sense that they're being hoodwinked. They're being led down a path to keep them fearful, to keep us divided, to keep people vilifying people like me, who I'm not afraid. I just want the freedom to not go and get some forced treatment. I watched The Twilight Zone when I was a kid where people were forced to get medical treatment. And it was a, it was a Twilight Zone. And, I, you know, this actually was from a Twilight Zone poster, my, my, my poster. <laughs> so, um, anyway, I, I feel for people who are fearful. I don't blame them because they are trusting and they believe that their country would only do what's best for them and look out for their well-being. And I, um, you know, I, I was pretty, pretty young, but I did know, even when I was in, you know, grade school, I knew it was going on in Vietnam. I had people in my little town who were dying. I heard people talking about how unnecessary it was, how we needed to get out of that war, how it was, um, you know, the whole, the whole thing that started, it was a, you know, was contrived. And if Afghanistan, what our country did to the people of Afghanistan, then they can do it to us too. They don't care. Thanks. Anyway, I, I've been ranting, I know, but I am passionate about people having a choice to do what they want. And I am also passionate about, I think people's immune systems are pretty amazing. And I think that people, many people have died on the vaccines. And you can go look on the CDC website. There's a system called um, vaccine adverse events reporting system. It's V-A-E-R-S. You can look that up online. But how does that compare in vaccines saving people compared to people that have died taking okay. the vaccine? So that's another story. Okay. Do you know that when the uh, when the the flu happened when the when the Great Spanish Flu happened, you know, in the early part of the century, they, that was one of the very first massive releases of chemical chemical drenching of certain parts of the country. So a lot of people began to die from chemical exposure. So then you can fast forward up into the polio pandemic. You can look that you can look. This is all available. You can. The polio pandemic was when DDT started being sprayed. Kids are running behind trucks, breathing in the air that they're killing mosquitoes with. The polio pandemic all over the world was in places where there were high concentrations of this new chemical DDT, which was broadcast in many places. So one thing that's interesting, too, about um, um, about even the smallpox vaccine. Um, I got the smallpox vaccine. I take that back. I did get the smallpox. Um, but um, all the vaccines that were given, the incidence of disease in all of these cases, skyrocket, you know, peaked. But by the time the vaccines were released into the population, those diseases had almost flatlined. This is true for all of them. So it's a very interesting, you know, we have this myth of this, we have a lot of medical myths in our country. It's not, e- it's not easy to find the truth, but it is easy to find the truth. But people, you know, Google has scrubbed a lot of their systems, and even now I've noticed this past year and a half that even finding alternative... What do they call uh, that, shadow banning? You know, I don't even know what they call it, but I've just noticed myself. I know how to search, so I know how to get around stuff, but the average person might ask a simple question and see what they get and go, it's not, that's not true what you're saying to me. So I'm not saying that I'm right and that I know. I'm saying that it's not hard to find out this information. And I wish 
you know, the best for anybody for whatever choice they're making. And I really feel, I really get sad when I see how divided people are. And some people are really nice here and others are really nasty. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen the middle finger in this last <laughs> 10 minutes more than, than my entire life. Yeah. And then they'll say die. I'm and so the thing about it is, is... Are we, are we not saving lives here? What's you know, going on? Uh, I feel like that's a real tragedy and it's been driven by the media. And I feel like, yeah. you know... Fox, CNN, ABC, NBC, you know, MSNBC, you know, this is a story they're driving. They're pushing a nail between various groups in our population. And in my whole lifetime, until recently, really, um, and particularly ratcheted up during the Trump years, um, the division was such a moneymaker on the media. It started out with really CNN coming in in the 80s. Um, or the early night, whenever it was. And I, anyway, I just don't like the division, and it's all propaganda. So that's my whole, I guess you could wrap this up and say, I'm really sensitive to propaganda, and I understand its power. I, I love history. I love Hardcore History Podcast with, um, with Dan Carlin. Um, I, I just love all things history. So if you read about history... You read about the greatest propaganda campaigns in history, and you put it all together. It's not hard to see, but I can't blame anybody for not having this as kind of what they like to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <clears throat> All right, last question for you. Um, you're anti-vaxxer. No, no, I'm no. not an anti-vaxxer. No, you're... Absolutely not. Tell me what... keep saying that I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Tell me... But she doesn't want to I'm not, I personally, I'm not a vaccine it's candidate. I got you. You know, I'm just not a candidate for it because I have a really strong immune system. Thank you and, for clarifying that. Yeah, I guess and, my question was more leading into, um, you don't want to take this vaccine, but yet you don't have a mask. No, no. It's a new technology. No, what about the mask? My question to you was, if you don't want to take the vaccine... Are you opposed or, or with masking? Oh, yeah. I think masking is ridiculous. You know, we've had masking and lockdowns. How long now? 18 months or whatever. And here we are. You know, it's like it killed everything else, but it didn't kill the virus. It killed a lot of people. It killed all the businesses. Masks killed people. <clears throat> masks and, and uh, shutdown, lockdowns. <clears throat> I think well, that... Let, let's say specifically masks. Did they yeah. kill anyone? I think and I, why, why do doctors for the last 50 years wear masks? Yes, but, they, but you know, if you've ever listened to doctors talk about why they do it, it's not. I mean, everyone I've heard talk about it, they've all said it can't stop you from a, 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 vaccine, a, a virus. It even says you on know, the package of they, it, they, they know what a mask is yeah. for, and it's mainly to keep droplets out of the... Viral field. loads, right? No, not viral loads. It's mainly no, to it's keep droplets out of their surgical field. <clears throat> So really, if you, you know, there's, there, it's very easy to look up what is the micron count size of holes in a mask? What is the micron size of the virus? And it's like driving, um, you know, a Mack truck through um, the channel going from France to England. The virus can just plow right through it. So the masks are just kind of silly. They don't, there's not any real um, medical data. I mean, there's a lot of medical data about how they don't work and how they can't really stop a virus. There's a lot of data about that. So, um, well, I, I smell cigarettes and farts still. You do? Yes. Well, that means, wear my that mask. means. Yeah. No. Um. I understand what you're saying, but um, it's um, it's it's something that I think people have just been grossly hoodwinked, and I I'm I'm sorry that that's happened to our country because 
people are innocent. They want to do what's best and they want to do what's best for everybody. But I am not going to be hoodwinked in, into, quote, taking one for the team. There have been, there have been many, there have been, there, there are whistleblowers in the CDC, NIH, NAID, of course, European uh, organizations have a lot of whistleblowers. There have been thousands, tens of thousands of deaths from the vaccine alone. And, you know, hundreds of thousands of injuries and a, a, a large number of those are permanent disabilities. These are infor- This is information that people out here are protected from. But you can find it. Go to the VAERS system. It's a, it's a, it's a system of reporting for vaccine injuries. There's three government How's VAERS spelled? V-A-E-R-S. It stands for Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System. Uh, you can go to the CDC. CDC has, you know, the CDC is awesome because you can look at the vaccine, the, the um, virus deaths by age. You know, only when you get into the, you know, 75 plus group do you have the death rate at 94.6 or something like that. that that's a survival rate. I'm sorry. Only 94.6% of people survive it. In every other age group, you know, 0 to 18, <clears throat> you know, 18 to 40, uh, 40 to, you know, 65 or whatever, all the survival rate is 99.9 plus in all of those. That's not hard to find. CDC has all of that on their website. They also have global maps showing, especially in America, they show the trajectory of the vaccine by month, by year, um, they show up by country. These are all things that I found fascinating, but I love data. I love to look at maps. Um, I love the graphs. The graphs show a lot. Anyway, so it's all available to be found. And I've been really amazed at how many people, even if you have it right there and we'll give it to them, they don't want their bubble popped because they're right. And that's what the media it's the echo chamber that everybody wants to listen to. Well, that's what the media has trained people to do, is to be right above all else and to vilify someone who they think is wrong. So fear, you know, fear drives the giant amount of money that media outlets get for um, their programs and their kind of reporting. Um, there's a gazillion, there's also a bunch of people, Cheryl Atkinson, you know, there's a bunch of people who've defected from the media, who had highly paid jobs, and they've become defectors because they cannot report things that they would like to report. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> sorry for that long <laughs> diatribe, but I'm It's kind of funny that you don't want to talk to me. <laughs> no, it's not that I don't want to talk to you. I feel really passionate about this. It's not that I didn't want to talk to you. I just didn't want to... Um, I didn't know how, you know... Right. What to know. expect. And several yeah. Several things you should <clears throat> Pfizer's criminal record, they owe billions to people, but yet if you get a vax and you get any of these injuries, you're on your own. Oh, they're, 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 you're on your yes. own. Death, Do you know heart that? attack, breathing you know problems, blood clots, heart enlargement. Yes, somebody My on the island already has this, but she has no idea the heart enlargement is caused by the vaccine because mm. she doesn't know. Do you so, think it is, truth, oh, yeah, truthfully? She, she, was, she told me she was fine before. And then from the COVID vaccine, her heart is enlarged. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
several weeks later, but she doesn't have any. She said, I never had any heart problems One of our before. friends downtown is a shopkeeper here, and her son got the vaccine a few months back. And that night, they were in the emergency room, and in the next five days, they were in the emergency room three times, and he had myocarditis. He had inflammation of the heart. He, he was not well, um, and he still isn't well. This is like a few months later. This is a very common thing in children who are um, b- between the ages of, of eight, b- who've been vaccinated between the ages of like 15 and 30. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, that's, that's one of the things. So if myocarditis is um, something that's happening, now a lot of people may have it and just simply not know it. Um, if that's happening to a lot of people, what is happening under the radar in our, in our health that may not show up till later? So this is a thing that I think is really important to not overlook, but people would never think to ask a question about that. But I think it's a really, it's a real concern. And I mean, there have been, there's so much information, but I don't know, do you happen to have a pen? Because if you would look up the highwire.com uh, slash get vaccinated, get F-A-C-T-S, I-N-A-T-E-D, get vaccinated. Um, the highwire.com is really a very excellent, um, it, it covers worldwide news, U.S. news, um, covers, it's, it's a weekly show at uh, 11, uh, 11 to 1 a.m. Um, on, um, on Thursdays. That's central time. So I listen to the highway. I, I get a lot of, you know, I get information from them. They publish every single bit of data. They have all the medical journals that support. All their reporting is straight from journals and straight from newspapers. Um, straight from a lot of experts, and they've got phenomenal interviews with a lot of global experts. I highly recommend that you check that out. Um, get vaccinated on thehighwire.com. It's really worth seeing, and I... Uh, you know, that's the kind of reporting I really regret that CNN doesn't do, because I think it would really be exciting for people to find out that this is not the dire global <clears throat> health disaster that we're led to believe. But well, what about all the dead bodies? Uh, well, there have been far more deaths with tuberculosis. Tuberculosis had far more deaths than what's That happened. was a different time, though, too. Yes, but... We had, there have been far more dire illnesses that pe- more people have died from that never generated this kind of a response. So this response is clearly a modern uh, desire by special interests to, um, to, to, uh, to get money and to, you know, I mean, all the expense and the amount of tax dollars that have gone to these um, drug manufacturers for this vaccine. It's it's pretty amazing when you think about um, that 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 point right there. So the number of deaths, like I said, your chance of surviving is only ninety nine point eight percent. So that is a that's a real number. CDC has all of this. <clears throat> Other websites have it all. Um, there's just a lot of really excellent um, information. There's also a website called the Defender. You can go to thedefender.com. They have a really, they have a ton of fabulous articles, but really the highwire.com is one of my favorites. Where do you think COVID came from? Uh, probably it was, it was, it was a bio, bio weapon. We have all this gain of function research going on all around the world. It's been going on for a long time. And that's another thing. I think that protecting people from this information is going to stave off global citizens crying for this kind of research to stop. 
we don't need this research. We don't want this research. Who wants to have any kind of a bioweapon released on their country or their people or anybody? So they don't want naturally um, forces that are in cahoots with, you know, pharmaceutical, military, whatever. They don't want to have people know in order to start raising up a cry to stop this research. <clears throat> one, one thing people don't know is that we, this is a tiny little rally um, in Europe. They've had, in, in, they, they do rallies every month. In Germany, just a year ago in August, they had, they had 2 million people in Berlin. In England, this is, you know, England, they, they regularly get hundreds of thousands of people. Every city in Europe, every month, has giant rallies all year long. And, you you know, I remember when when people in South America were rallying from just the U.S. wars. It was never reported in our country. So our, our American people know nothing about the kind of fight that people around the world have put up against this kind of tyranny. And anyway, um, go to thehighwire.com. Okay. Tell me your name one more time. And are you with a specific... Kenna Emerson. And are you with a specific group of any kind? No, 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 no. I'm just a, I'm just a, I'm just a retired, you know, uh, person who um, I've had a multi. I've been a teacher, elementary teacher. I was a realtor for 20 years. Um, been a business person. Um, you know, did did editing for a magazine for a long time. I mean, I've done a lot of interesting things, but I really am. Uh, I love information and I love science and I love truth and I love people. Are you an islander? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for your time. I appreciate you talking. I'm Timothy from the Bystander Podcast. Thank you, Timothy. Have a good day. And please, you're going to look up thehighwire.com, right? You got it. Give me your pen. My pen? Your your pen. I'm going to write it down for you. Oh, I just got it. It's it's going live on the podcast. The whole island's going to hear it. Good. Highwire. Good. Thehighwire.com slash get vaccinated. But thehighwire.com has amazing things on it. So anyway... Take care, Tim. And Hey, I've also been impressed in that you've held up that sign over your head this whole conversation. <laughs> your tricep game is on point. <laughs> Let's well, go. You know, it's, it's not so hard to be healthy. <laughs> it certainly is a lot more fun than being decrepit and sick just from a, a, a lifestyle of, you know, uh, just kind of going along with, you know, the mainstream food industry. Yeah. All right. Thanks again for your time. Thanks, be kind. You ready to talk? I'll say just a couple things, but this is just for you. Um, oh. You might want to look at Robert F. Kennedy. Stop. It can't just be for me. Okay. It has to be for Podcastville here on the island. Okay. Um, and if you would like me to see something, I would like my listeners to see it as well or li- uh, hear okay. it or whatever. Okay. Um, it's, uh, it's in Berlin. A million people protested. This was in August 29th. 2020 mm-hmm. all these people without mask and they were all close together this is in berlin mm-hmm. you won't see this on your news but if i think if it's still um it might still be on youtube but you just look robert f kennedy jr um it's about medical tyranny he's talking about what's going to happen here and um what are the th- some of the things that he talked about he talked about how our pharmaceutical industry is taking over and they don't care about us. It's not about us. It's money. It's all about making money. Well, look at the fentanyl case recently. I think, I think the, the government is starting to,
crack down on that a little bit. Would you agree or disagree? That the, the pharmacies can't run the world anymore. Well, they do. I mean, they have, I mean, they do. Ask him. Well, we could say that about Starbucks and churches as well. You know, no, but you have to think that they have so much power and they own the media and people just listen to the media, you know. And it's sad for me, just as a person, to watch people stand in line, pharmaceutical, but won't eat right, like, like she was saying. It's just really sad. And, you know, I'm 64 and I run four miles a day. Awesome. Now, how many, and, you know, because I eat right, you know. I eat right. I try to take care of myself. I don't want to take a shot that I don't know how it's going to be several years down the line because you really don't. It's experimental. And think about that. It's experimental. How, how do you view it as experimental when because it's it passed? Hasn't been, it hasn't been tested. Most vaccines are tested like seven years before they come. This had nothing. And but the, that's and, Donald and Trump's warp, warp speed no, argument. Well, I don't. I'm and, not a Trump fan, and so F- don't take me as Trump. No, fan. I'm, I'm not, not I'm an not. anti-vaxxer either. I'm just saying the process has now been peer-reviewed and sped up. Um, do you still not trust the FDA? Oh, no. Look, listen, how many times do you listen on TV, uh, this attorney comes on, well, if you took this such and such Zantac a couple of years ago, you have a phone. My mother was a Vioxx victim, so there's a good reason. Mm. To, and you know what Vioxx did to people? No, please tell me. It gave them heart attacks and they died. Mm. So, just all I can say is people start thinking about what they're putting in their bodies. We don't know. So, what's your hope standing out here on this corner this evening? Well, what do you what do you hope the message is to the people that are driving by? I hope they'll think about it and they won't require everyone to have it because you know just like any other medicine people have different reactions you don't know i even have a cat that can't take certain medicine that i've had other cats be able to take everyone has a different reaction and so freedom is if we lose medical freedom you know you know it's you probably don't know this but they're planning more than three vaccines Mm -hmm. it's going to be more for every variant that comes along they're going to have one you don't know how that's they don't know how that's going to work out Mm -hmm. think about that we don't know how it's going to work out. So that's how I feel about it. I, I just, I, I'm afraid for other people, especially kids, because they're getting the same dosage as adults. I mean. How do you feel about the masks? I, I'm, I have asthma, and to wear a mask is just not good. And I know that, I, and that's why I run, too, because it helps my asthma, makes it better. But wearing a mask does not help. It's just terrible. And I know it doesn't help. Breath is life. Breath Breath is life. If, you're, if you've ever taken yoga, part of yoga is breathing. In fact, the major part of yoga is breathing. And it's life. It, you know, if you don't do it fully and get a really good breath, then you're really, that's, then you're really hurting yourself. So. Greg Nance ran, ran a marathon recently in an N95 well, mask. Good for him, but I wouldn't And do it. he had no problems. Well, good for him. He doesn't have asthma. No, I doubt. True. He doesn't have problems with his breathing. Maybe he's just lucky. But who knows? He doesn't know how it affects him down the line. He doesn't know. And a lot how, of people, how would a mask affect you down the line, though? Like, would that scar your oxygen? lungs somehow? No, or not getting enough oxygen. Deplete your oxygen for your, on a later yeah, date? Depleting your oxygen all the time is bad for you. It's bad for your brain. You know, we need oxygen, and it does deplete your oxygen. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, you know, but look up that. And Robert F. Kinney, I know people go, oh, he's an anti-vaxxer. He is not. He says he's not. 
but he's taken he's taken the pharmaceutical industry to court and won. Mm -hmm. And if you win taking the pharmaceutical industry to court, you're pretty good because it's really hard. difficult. Yeah. I used to be a paralegal. I know. It's and people don't realize. And you, are you an Islander? Yeah. Awesome. And your name again? Lisa Sperling. Lisa, thank you for your time and your opinion. And I appreciate your activism out here on the corner. Okay, thank you. Hope you listen to the Bystander Podcast soon. Okay, we're, is it going to be, um, just look up Bystander? Yeah, B.I., okay. Bainbridge Island. Okay, thank you. Thank you for your time, ladies. Sure. You interested in talking, sir? Not really. I'm not a very good public speaker. You look good, though. Thank you. you got the white lab coat and the stethoscope, the cowboy hat. The... Primary care physician for 30 oh, years. Awesome. No message you want to put out here. Well, if someone wants the steps on how to decline, um, there's a fantastic hour and eight minute um, video that spells out how Governor Inslee is uh, practicing medicine without a license and all the legal steps you need to take and the forms that you should and shouldn't use. It's a fantastic hour and eight minutes. And it's uh, on a site called March for Freedom WA. Is that also being played at the island church here on the island? No, different. This is different. Okay. I don't know if they're connected or, but MarchForFreedomWA.com, and it's it's airtight legal. It's it's fantastic information. Just okay. fantastic. Thank you for your time. Yeah. Cheers. Would you ladies like? Would you ladies like to talk at all? On air? Everybody has a, a slightly different opinion. That's so. true. That's true. All right. Well, I wish you all the best. Okay, you as well. Decline? All right. Well, looks like the police are here and we're going to break up this demonstration. Yeah,